Yes, welcome everyone to episode 10 of the Shardbreaker podcast. We are doing episodes 40 through 45, although uh, Mythic and Darkness have only read chapters 40 through 44, as I am going to be live reading to them the three sentences of chapter 45 today. Uh, so yeah, I am Midnight, who is the host of this podcast, and I'm here with Darkness. Hello. And Mythic. Hello. All right, so let's get into it. So, we start with Ciri's point of view. She's enjoying a meal on the court green and uh, pointedly ignoring Trelides. Uh, she's been trying different types of seafood and notes that it really wasn't appetizing to her, although she does like the various fruit juices. Uh, Trelides tries to get her attention by clearing her, his throat, but she continues to ignore him and nods to her servants to get her new dishes. Uh, she thinks about how she's forcing her servants to talk to her more and also wants to speak to more gods. Uh, she also briefly notices his light song and waves to him, and although he waves back, he's kind of like preoccupied with something, which she isn't sure what about, because although she's kind of shared, not really fully shared things with him, he hasn't really shared things fully with her either. They kind of briefly interact. <laughs> um, but anyways, so Trelides and clears his throat again, and Siri finally stands and asks him to walk with her. She notes that he has tried to summon her several times, but she didn't go because the consort of the God King shouldn't make a habit of responding to demands. Uh, Trelides says she shouldn't antagonize him, and she responds that she's just establishing rules that should have been understood from the beginning, which causes Trelides to smile briefly. Uh, it's also known that Ciri stops her hair from bleaching white. So before we get into the next little part, when you first saw that Trelides smiled briefly, before we kind of find out why he ends up smiling, what did you... Did you think it was, like, because she was kind of acting more, like, in her position? Or what did you think about that? Darkness. Um, yeah, I was trying to think about it. But, um... Yeah, I know, right? I was trying to think back that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. But maybe it's, like, like sort of like a, oh, a challenge sort of feeling. Yeah. Because, I mean, we do learn that the reason he's smiling is because he can see her hair like very slightly shifting hues but i know at least when i was first reading it before i remembered that and i like reread it i was like oh he's like kind of secretly pleased that she's acting a little more like he thought she should yeah <laughs> but um yeah we soon learn that uh he he seems to be s smiling every time she has a little spike of anxiety and that's because she notices that he actually has a a decent amount of breath he has a little aura breath of color change around him, and likely can see very small changes in hue, indicating uh, her hair color changes even if she thinks she has them under control. So she's like, he, he's like, she's like, it's like shifting slightly lighter, I'm assuming, in color, because she's trying to keep it from going white. So it's getting slightly lighter, and so most people wouldn't be able to tell, but anyone with the third heightening would be able to. Um... And so Siri then tries to take back control of the situation by saying she has some power if Trelides is forced to seek her out. Um, and are you surprised that Trelides has enough breath to notice changes in hue? Not at all. I kind of am. I didn't really think he had like not that much, you know. Yeah, because like that's third heightening. That's as much as Vivenna has, and they yeah, do note mm -hmm. that like a lot of people don't. But he is the high priest of the God King at the same time. Because yeah. we know that I think most of the priests have some level of breath more than their one. I think it's maybe not common to have that many. I'm not sure if they've mentioned how much the priests usually have. Do you... They haven't gone over how, like, the color changing works too much, right? What, her hair? Of her hair? Yeah. 
it's, it's affected by, by yeah it's affected by her emotions yeah. but she can also kind of like how you can control your facial expressions yeah. you can control your hair color yeah i thought i was wondering like what do you think it would tire her out if she constantly did it um, um i i i'm pretty sure uh that the color never tired her out it was growing the hair right. and like yeah growing it i mean so, unless you could get like kind of emotionally exhausted just like you could like yeah, try to hide your emotions fully like i don't I think, think it would I think everybody gets that yeah i think it wouldn't really necessarily tire her out more than just like trying to keep a straight face in um a situation would i was just thinking what if she just constantly changed her hair color <laughs> you know she could she could just if she really wanted to, she could i mean she probably has to focus she would have to focus on it but um, she probably could just like make her hair just like rainbow shift through like. Although not really. I, I think mean, it'd be easier than just like hiding, you know. Yeah. The... Although I don't think you can like make it rainbow. I think it's only like natural hair colors. It seems like they can do. Rainbow would be funny though. It would be. <laughs> yeah, I think it's only like it can go from like pale white all the way to dark black, and the only real, and then it's, it's really only natural colors. Like it can't go blue. <laughs> Um, Wait, I just thought of something else. Okay, um, do you remember uh, when Sprout asked her to change her hair color? What was mm -hmm. it? What What was the color again? Uh, he uh, liked it red, I believe, because she she notes that um, he likes like uh, really bright colors. Because I think she makes a joke about like are you Halandrin and you're like bright colors or something. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, I'm just like, when I heard like hair sparkle, if it was like, if he if she was around him and like. It was, like, white. Oh, yeah. If she made her hair, like, fully white, it probably would prism. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> she just hangs out with him, then her hair looks rainbow. <laughs> yeah, that's well, what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Did you say mythic? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> rainbow hair color. Mm -hmm. uh, also, my other comment was, uh, are you surprised Siri didn't notice until now that uh, he mm -hmm. had so many breath? Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised she didn't notice, but... She's pretty oblivious. <laughs> well, I'm I'm low key surprised. Like, how do you not notice people with like? Because she could. She well, I mean, it makes sense that she could. Tell what what like I that. think what I think could be possible is that I mean, cause I'm pretty sure we've already learned the fact that they can do it. So maybe he yeah. hides it. Oh, he could. He yeah. It. Yeah, and like so. But he right used to now, have it to like whenever he yeah, to like see her hair color changes. So maybe if he's having an mm -hmm. important discussion with her, he takes them out. Yeah, or something to that extent. I mean, because it's not like they've talked that much. Mm -hmm. Also, if they're in the all black palace, like you can't really make black much brighter. Maybe she just wouldn't notice inside the palace. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm trying to think about that. Like, would you really a color or a really change? Unless you're like right up against some of the uh, colored furniture would it really change that much i wonder hmm. i don't know i don't know how that would work um but yeah so as their conversation continues siri forces her hair to stay completely black uh and trilogy's mentioned she isn't continuing her duties uh and mm -hmm. siri says it's because she was on basically says she, she was on her period uh and asks if her monthly uh, cycle yeah, on her monthly cycle. She's, she's, on, her, she's on her period. Uh, and asks if his spies are missing their nightly show. Uh, Trilogy's <laughs> flushes and seems uncertain as Siri's hair doesn't change color. So it's like it's like throwing him off now that her hair is like not changing black. like at all. It's and, black. 
And then Trelides admits someone was actually in the God King's chambers the first couple of nights to make sure Siri didn't try to kill the God King, which embarrasses Siri slightly. Do anything stupid. So yeah, so what do you think of the fact that someone was actually in the room? I'm assuming like hiding in the closet or something the first few nights. Are you surprised? That's that's funny. I find that (laughs) hilarious. Some guys just sitting there peeping. They're like, oh, we're going to see this. We're going to see them getting it on. Who do you think would be allowed to see her and, or potentially the God King naked? Like, That's what I was thinking. I was hopefully like, Trelides. I want, I want that, oh that perv to. I want that perv to come out that that man's a perv, and he really wanted to see the God King naked. My thought also is like, if someone does see the God King naked, like if they confirm that things are happening, do they then kill that person because he's seen the God King? I was gonna them. <laughs> you get executed if you've seen the God King naked. And they're like fine though because he never did. <laughs> I don't know. Possibly. Just imagine them sweating like profusely in the closet. <laughs> like, like, please don't get naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine she had like a knife or something. They just jump out like, aha! <laughs> you have to have a knife fight naked. That'd be horrible. Uh, no. Knife edge, knife edge death fight. <laughs> yes, yes. Um. So yeah, so then... <laughs> Uh, Siri then says she stopped her nightly activities on purpose to get Trelides' attention. Uh, she also mm. thinks that it might it means that they believed her acting, which, yeah, that's that's probably a good thing. She's like, okay, they're not actually suspicious of my acting if they, like, think I've I stopped. Mean, that That's if she's able to, you know, insightfully figure out what he's, if he's being truthful or not. That's true. She, they're just like, oh, you've stopped your act. Why? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because, like, Later here, when she starts getting a little more bold about some things, some details, like, Mm -hmm. he could be the same. He could be doing the same kind of thing. It's true. Um, But yeah, so she tells him that she knows the God King has no tongue and is basically Mm -hmm. a child. And Siri notes that Trelody's reaction means he at least cares somewhat for the God King or at least considers an insult to the God King an insult to him. And Siri thinks yeah. that she wants Trelides to think she looks down on Susabron, so he won't s- suspect that they are working together. Uh, Trelides then explains why they cut out Susabron's tongue, because they must make sure the treasure of breasts are never used. He also makes notes about Idrian, such as Siri's father, being ignorant and pre- prejudiced. Uh, Siri then requests to have the Poncal women be her main servants instead, which Trelides agrees to. Uh, do you think Trelides cares for Susabron? Or that the devotion of the priests are to just the treasure of the breasts, not to the god king, considering their conversation. Um. So, I think it's kind of a little of both, in my opinion. But I think it probably started with it being about the treasure, and then like, I'm sure Susabran can grow on people because he's grown on Siri. So, like, he probably grew on him, and he's kind of has at least some kind of uh, like care for him Uh, Mm -hmm. but the thing that i thought was very interesting and kind of swayed me to more to my side of um i'm thinking that uh hallandron is not actually that bad Mm. like of a place um is when he is talking about the treasure he says lord peacegiver giver left us a challenge he gave us the treasure our god king now holds, a wealth of biochromatic breaths such as nobody has ever seen, over 50,000 breaths. He told mm-hmm. us to keep them safe. And then he warned us not to use it. Yeah, so it's like and, the whole job of them is to basically make sure these breaths are never used. Yeah, and so 
in my opinion, and it's gonna sound very callous, but if the God King is such a child in mind, like, of course, he may end up going through that rebellious phase and use them, and they might know something about the fact that, like, if you use this, it might cause something, you know, to happen um, that we don't want. Um, and, you know, so he, he, they have to try to stop him from doing that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, as well, callous as it sounds, best way to do it would be just to remove his tongue. Yeah, well, I think also along with removing his tongue, I think it's kind of implied that the reason he's childlike and they don't let him learn to read or write is, again, to protect the treasure of Bress, so he doesn't mm-hmm. figure out ways around things, right? Like, the, their, whole, is, their whole goal of kind of sheltering him, cutting out his tongue and everything is, like, we cannot let him use this. We don't mm-hmm. trust, like, these god kings. Like, we don't know what their intentions are going to be. They can do whatever they want because they hold them. We don't trust them to not just use them for whatever they end up wanting to. Now, here's an even bigger question. Mm-hmm. Who cut the tongue, and are they dead now? Because <laughs> they hurt the god king, technically, you know? Uh, I don't... I think it's implied that just the priests in general, like the... I don't know if Trelides was the high priest at the time that Susabron was born, and they would have... I don't know when they would have cut out his tongue. I'm assuming sometime around the time he started learning to talk. I don't know if they did, like, right when he was born or later later on in life, but um, I I think he basically says we, meaning, like, the priests did it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, they're literally hurting someone who they like. Well, that's why I was talking about like the, the what my kind of question was is like they seem like to see that this is like the right thing to do because they're protecting the treasure breast that they were left by Peacegiver, who seems to be the kind of like the real person that they're kind of worshiping, almost. So that's why I was like, do you think he really cares for Susabron, or is it like just that Susabron holds these I, breasts, and that's why they revere him? I think it's more of them caring about the idea of a god king rather than you know Susabron himself. Mm-hmm. So it's more like, oh, I'm in this position, I have to like uphold it because it's my responsibility, but it's like nothing personal, you know. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm like seeing the God King naked. I'm not sure they would consider cutting out his tongue to be against their belief almost. Like they're they're considering this to be like for the best of their religion and their society almost. Yeah. I mean, so is watching the God King make love to Siri. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or at least okay, or better yet, making sure that Siri doesn't murder the God King. Yeah, basically making sure that yeah. And if if by chance they just happened to see some, you know, lovemaking that <laughs> it was in the name of their religion. I wonder how they would have stopped it. Well, I'm assuming whoever was in there probably had a weapon with them to like defend the God King and like were like oh, yeah, that'll, that'll trained go over or real something. Well. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like I don't know if that'll you know <laughs> do much but i mean they haven't shown they haven't shown that there's any guns in this so <laughs> like you pull out a gun on him <laughs> no i don't think there's any guns i think the i think their their fighter threat is like what do you mean that the, the Adrians literally stuff. have snipers they do says what no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is just being silly 
but yeah, so then Siri goes back to her meal and she notes that she probably antagonized Trelides further, but that he was unlikely to like her anyways. She also notes that hopefully giving the pawn call women a more prominent position will make Bluefingers more likely to help her and Sue Sabron escape. Uh, and what do you think, if any, the changes to who her main serving women will cause? You're saying that it's going to cause problems? No, I'm saying like it. it just what do you like, think what, the changes what, are going to like? Do? What's what? What might this affect, if anything? Like, is there going to be positive things with like blue fingers? Is there going to be like negative things within like the the religious people? Like, it's is is there going to be any change at all? Like, is this going to affect things? The fact that her serving women are now going to be mainly pawn call women. I mean, I'm I, sure it will, but I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Yeah, I think she's doing it more of, like, any neutral ground and people that won't, like, you know, more obviously be directly under the, the you know, priest orders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not, they're not as much of, like, how do I say it? They're not, like, that, uh... Sort of like you know when you lean to do something, mm-hmm. uh, they're not like too into like you know trying to expose what she's doing all the time, you know, towards uh to other people. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like there's definitely like <laughs> servants that are like reporting back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure there are. I'm sure there's servants uh making notes. So she's for trying to like move. filter them out. And stuff, so it makes sense that she would do that. Yeah, she obviously trusts Bluefingers and the Pankal women a lot more than she trusts the yeah. women working under Trelides and the other priests. I mean, so I think she said for good that, reason. Yeah, I think she's. I mean, even at the very start, I think she just said like she felt more connected to them because they were kind of also like immigrants and kind of outcasts in the society. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she even says something similar in this chapter. She might. Yeah, I'm not sure. She does. I don't have a note of it at the moment. Um, yeah, so that's chapter 40. And then we go into chapter 41, which we're back with Vivenna on the streets. Oh, no. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So she, uh, she's talking to a man named Cads, who apparently likes to wear fancy clothing that is quite dirty so that he can mock the highborns. And he is berating Vivenna for only bringing uh, one bit, which I'm assuming is a type, some part of their currency. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a yeah. penny or a dollar. I have no idea what Sounds value like it would be is. like a copper. <laughs> yeah. So one bit to an alleyway uh, that has that has garbage bins f- uh, for restaurants. So it's like high value garbage scraps. <laughs> uh, and Kaz says even children can bring him two bits. Mavena notes that she hasn't eaten in days. Uh, Kaz shoes her away, keeping the one bit she brought, even though he gives her nothing in return. And uh, Vamez's mind seems to continue to have trouble understanding her situation. She even has trouble remembering why her shawl is so important. She notices some whores who look fed clean and are laughing. And for a moment, she considers how tempting it looks before moving on and knowing that she wouldn't do that yet. She then hides. She then finds her latest alleyway and goes to lay down. Uh, so how long do you think it would have taken Vivenna to give in to this as she seems to think she would have eventually? Probably a week. Another week, you mm. think? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like honestly, it would be here real, real soon, like in like the next day or two. But 
Yeah, I mean, I think she's on the streets for, what, a week? Maybe two weeks at most? Mm-hmm. We learned? I, I, it's a week. I thought we. I thought it was almost a month, to be honest. No, it's not that long. It's I, it's a week, maybe two. I think she knows that, like, it feels very long, but she's she's barely there, like, a week or two. Like, she... she I mean, we learn later that she has um, a a disease, basically. She has, like, a an illness. Quite a few of them, actually. <laughs> no, she has one. It's like this. It's basically like a parasite you get like from like mosquitoes that or something. Dementia. Yeah, it, cr- it creates a whole bunch of symptoms. Yeah, it creates a whole which bunch of are, symptoms, all, but it's are, disease. which are in their own diseases. I guess, but those are ba- they're basically symptoms of the one thing. Um, but yeah, it, it, so basically, like her whole whole mind fuzzy. I think it also creates like extra hunger. So she's like, stab like so she's starving like more than she should be or she feels like she is so like it really fucks with her which is why she like degrades so quickly um she just degrades so quickly because she's weak (laughs) well it's because she doesn't have her breasts to keep the uh her breasts away wait when did she give away her breasts i thought those would talk (laughs) she's about to no. <laughs> no, that's other parts of her body that she's going to give up. <laughs> Anyways, uh, a group of thugs then appear, and although Vivenna tries to run, she's trapped on either side. Uh, the, man who stole her dr- the man who stole her dreth- dress appears and says the bounty got too high, but that it took him a long time to find her. The thugs begin to drag her away, mentioning bringing her to Denth. However, they suddenly stop, and Vivenna sees a black sword rammed into the dirt. One of the thugs grabs the sword and unclasps the sheath, causing the other thugs to cluster around and try to reach for it. The thug with the sword swings the weapon, sheath and all, into the face of his friend. Black smoke twists <laughs> off the sword, rising from the silver, or sorry, the sliver of blade that was visible. The men fight for the sword, and like the one mine. holding the sword continues attacking them, moving with terrible speed and doing more damage with a sheathed sword than he should have done. The clothing on the sword wielder's arm has disintegrated and a blackness like vines twist up and around his shoulder black pulsing veins that bulge out of the skin. The man screams and rams the sword through his chest, even though the sheath does not seem sharpened. The blackness then evaporates from his skin, and I believe he's propped up, because the blade goes right back, and he falls mm-hmm. backwards, yeah. and he's, like, propped up by the sword. So, yeah, what did you think, seeing Nightblood in action like this? Pretty cool. So we now know how, like, you keep finding just like a pile of bodies every time he shows up is you start all attacking each other and apparently with terrible speed so like it seems like the sword is like even sheathed like it does way more damage than it should and you can somehow stab through yourself while it's sheathed even though the sheath isn't sharp so like you kill everyone around you and then you kill yourself (laughs) well And, and then also the 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 like clothing disintegrating and like these black bulging veins, like vines under the skin. You guys mm-hmm. feel about yeah, all that vein, information? The, yeah, the vine thing was pretty cool. You have any thoughts, Darkness? No. I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out like <sighs> it's because I don't have enough information and it's really like triggering me because I can't <laughs> like, you know. like what is <laughs> What is that? That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, what 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 do you guys think this this is? This blackness that like goes like under their skin basically, and then evaporates when they're dead. It's evil biochrome. 
Because he's an evil sword. He's not an evil sword. He destroys evil. He's the no, best he's sword. An evil sword. He destroys evil. He would destroy himself if he was evil. Can he nah. destroy himself? He's just an evil sword. <laughs> Nightblood is a good. He's a good sword. <laughs> I love Nightblood. Um, so yeah, so then a figure descends from a rooftop, lowered by two animated ropes. Uh, he ignores <gasps> Vivenna and grabs the sword, does up the clasp, and pulls the sword from the corpse. Vivenna sits down the street, and Vasher picks her up and slings her over his shoulder. So when you got to the end of this chapter, what did you think Vasher was going to do with Vivenna before you read further? Train her. <laughs> like, even before we went further, I yeah. was like, oh, here comes the training montage. <laughs> I like how she just, like, collapses underneath, and he just, like, flings her over his shoulder like a doll or yeah. something. <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely thought, like, oh, well, he's going to save her now. <laughs> also, I just thought, like, so if we do go with the, um, with the three that it's, like, some sort of, like, reverse biochemical or some fucking, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, inverted thing, it would make sense if it causes, like, delirium or some sort of, like, you know, like, not in the right state of mind towards whoever tries to wield it, right? Because... Mm-hmm. But we know it's, they specifically nor- called it twisted biochroma. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. like, normal, like, normal biochroma, like, uh, breasts and stuff, they, like, keep you healthy and stuff. So, mm. it makes sense that it would damage you if it was, like, you know, the opposite. Yeah. yeah, so you're saying it's basically like the opposite, and it's basically, like, destroys you, um, <laughs> and, like, I guess, like, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, it disintegrated its clothing, <laughs> which is, like, the mm-hmm. weirdest part to me, in my opinion. <laughs> but. Yeah. I, does. Mm-hmm. Does it, did, did it, I don't know. I'm so weird. <laughs> like, I'm so trying to figure this out so bad. But it's so hard. <laughs> Tart is just trying to think so hard. He just doesn't have all the information. He's like, I need to know. <laughs> I need to yeah. read more. I'm just going to Google it. I'll be back. You can't Google it. No. <laughs> We're getting okay. so close to the end. Okay. We really are. Um... But yeah, so, uh, then chapter 42, a light song chapter, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed this what? light song chapter. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, also we one of my favorite chapters, too. Yeah, it's a good chapter. Uh, we switched to light song's point of view. Light song is being told that all mother has told, uh, this priestess not to respond to light song's requests anymore, as she mm-hmm. has been made to ask all mother 14 times if light song can see her. Light Song gets around this by having the priestess get a different priestess to ask if All Mother will see him. Uh, and Light Song happily notes to Larimar that he is developing a new skill of irritation by proxy. <laughs> Which seems like the best skill, in my opinion. Uh, the priestess then comes back and says no priestess is allowed to ask if Light Song can come see her. And also that every other phrasing that would imply asking her to come within Light Song's proximity or communicate with him by letter or relay messages in any form are not allowed. Light Song says... There is nothing to be done then, and tells Larimar that he'll be sleeping here tonight to set up his pavilion. <laughs> he also notes it's been over a week since he has started trying to see her. So he's basically spent a week trying to see her, and then he's just, like, shown up, and he's like, fuck it. I'm just gonna keep asking this priestess over and over. <laughs> like, can I see her now? No. Can I see her now? No. Can I see her <laughs> Just this poor priestess. I feel so bad for her. You know what's even worse? Mm. If this, like, maintained, and there was no, like, outside influence or anything... They're immortal. They can stay there forever. <laughs> you know? 
Yup. Just asking. <laughs> and like he can have his servants bring it, like his servants and priests bring him stuff. So like he can just like he said set up a pavilion that has it's always nice weather here. Like even if it's not sunny, it's like always warm. So he's just like set me up a bed, like bring me food. I don't need to really like he definitely doesn't even need to eat. He's like I'm just gonna chill here. Bring me entertainers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Light Song then asks if squirrels have been forbade from the palace, which confuses the priestess, and Light Song has uh, the lifeless squirrel go into the palace and run around squeaking and destroy furniture. Larimar states that the squirrel won't be able to follow all those commands, and Light Song just shrugs. Uh, so yeah, what, what do you think about Light Song's tactics to get All Mother to speak with him? Uh, I like them. Yeah, I quite enjoyed them. <laughs> They're so much fun. <laughs> I, I don't know if I could hold out against them. <laughs> I'd just be annoyed so you can't much. You hold out against your own ch- your own children. How are you going to hold out against lights on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah. so then All Mother uh, was very stubborn, and several hours passed before a priestess, looking frazzled, finally comes out and says All Mother will see him. During this time, Light Song had a loud band playing instruments with lots of percussion. Uh, Light Song teases the priestess for a minute by saying he wants to finish listening to the song before saying, very well then, I'm rising. The, the board priestess looks so horrified. <laughs> like, I can just imagine her looking horrified, but he's just like, no, nah, I'm going to finish the song. Uh, so the... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just... <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's so many extra, like, you know, things that he's done. It's just, like, amusing to picture. Yeah. Uh, so we're then in All Mother's audience chamber. People are waiting in a line, and All Mother was sitting on a throne in the front of the room. She has white hair and wrinkles, and is the oldest looking of the gods. Light Song notes that the last time he was here was the night before Comseer gave up her breath, and the three of them shared Comseer's last meal. So what do you think it says about All Mother and Light Song that Comseer specifically had her last meal with just the two of them? Mm. I mean... Maybe she had said something to her. I don't know. You make thoughts, Darkness? Um. Can you can you repeat the phrasing of the question again? Uh, I was just saying, what do you think it says about All Mother and Light Song that Comseer specifically had her last meal with them? They were very good people. <laughs> It's, I'm sorry, it's just, I didn't really put that much thought into it. That's okay. I just thought it was interesting that, like, everyone seems to agree that Comseer was one of, like, the few good gods left, and, like, Comseer was, like, yeah. these two gods specifically are the gods that I'm gonna spend my life... Because I'm assuming she must have been, like, okay, I'm giving up my... Like, I've agreed to this one petition. I guess they're, like, okay, we'll do it tomorrow. And so she, like, had, like, a last evening meal or something, and she specifically invited All Mother and Light Song, it sounds like. Yeah, I... I do remember Light Song talking about how like um she was one of like the the better gods or whatever. I think. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, Blushweaver kind of agrees with him too about that. I want to know like what makes her so like different besides the fact that she's like given her life. Well, I think they talk mm-hmm. about. I mean, I feel like she's just been doing. She did a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, I think they talk about. Yeah, I mean. 
previously and maybe in this chapter too that she does similar things to all mother where like she would spend like all day going through like petitions and stuff like that yeah but i was gonna say i was like um i was wondering if she would like help them like with specific problems instead of just listening yeah so i think yeah it does say specifically later in this chapter that comsier uh would meet with people all day so i think she was basically doing what all mother does here which we'll get into in a minute but basically she would go through and be like okay how can i help each and every single one of these people without giving me my breath like is there a way to help them and And, like she would just like talk to them constantly yeah i'm also wondering what if she did that what is that like that point where she like was like i can't help them in any way besides giving my breath away yeah i'm assuming it must have been like completely incurable disease or like something right like there had to have been something Mm -hmm. like super like if nothing happens in the next 24 hours like like maybe like a young child or something will die i don't i I don't really know i don't think we ever i don't think we we know um what exactly she gave up her breath for but it was obviously something she hmm? i mean my speculation is that she gave her breath up but i don't think she actually did yeah i know you you, yeah you have a bunch of theories but Mm -hmm. if we if we go by some of the theories that we've had and she gets killed like she gets killed after you know giving the breath away Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Light gonna be hella pissed if he finds out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can feel that. Like, that's like that. That would be a trigger point. Light Song brings like... the war. Light Song starts the war. <laughs> that's why he's been having all the well, dreams about the whole city burning. <laughs> here's the pain, though. Oh my god, it's coming up. Though. Let's just let's just go. <laughs> okay, we'll keep going. We'll come. Yeah, if we if you want, we can come back to this later. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um, so yeah, so Light Song approaches All Mother. She is listening to a man speak about his children starving because his leg no longer works, so he can't go back to his job on the docks. All Mother tells the man that she can get him a job working on sewing nets as his hands are still good even if his leg isn't. Uh, what do you think about All Mother's way of dealing with the petitions? I love it. Right? I feel like this is, like, the way it should be. And I think she even says, like, yeah. like, this is the way it used to be. And it's like, this makes sense. Like, you are their gods. Like, you have connections help them well i mean maybe okay like because i don't know if all the gods have connections like that uh, but Just i like, mean i, I doubt like right like as long as he has no connections so well maybe if he like worked hard to actually be a god instead of being like nah i'm not a god i'm just gonna be lazy and pretend not to be a god all day <laughs> maybe he would have connections i mean he might not be a god but at least all mother, whether she's a really a god or not, is like, nice. well, I'm gonna uh-huh. like yeah. talk to people, and then I'm gonna like get people these connections. And like for all we know, her connection is just another person she helped previously. Probably. Like she's like, oh, I helped this guy who works on sewing nets because I helped him. I'm sure I can connect with him and be like, hey, can you get this guy a job? Because I'm trying to help him, like I helped you. <laughs> so. Interesting. Like, all her connections could literally just be people she's helped in the past. And she, like, has, like, a big ledger of, like, this person did this job and has, like, she these has sorts full, of connections. Like, <laughs> a phone book? She's, she's got, like, like a big filing people. cabinet of, like, different people that she's helped. <laughs> um, be, so, All Mother then acknowledges Light Song. Priest, and... bring me my file cabinet. <laughs> Priest, Actually, bring me would... every person who's worked on the docks. <laughs> that would be insane because she would have information on everyone. Well, also, here's the other thing, right? So let's say, even if she had no connections, mm-hmm. couldn't she just be like, hey, I'm a god, you, doc person, 
Could yeah. you just take him as a, you know, could you just give him a job? Like, she's a god. She can do whatever the fuck she wants, apparently. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then Allmother acknowledges Lightsong and has his lifeless squirrel tied up. Uh, Lightsong is surprised most of his commands worked on it. I think everything but, like, the chewing on furniture basically worked. He yeah, was because like, oh. Scoot said it wouldn't. Yeah, he, he's just like, oh yeah, Larimar said it wasn't really gonna work. Which uh, is my favorite part, while he's explaining it to her about that. He's like, yeah, Larmar said it wouldn't work. Yeah, he didn't. Well, Larmar said the squirrel, that, said the squirrel wasn't smart enough no to, idea. like, do all those commands. But yeah, before that, he, he tells Almother that, like, uh, no, I didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, then after he's like, I mean, it got away from me. Oops. Oops. <laughs> um... But yeah, once they're out of earshot of the, the people in the audience chamber, Allmother reprimands Lightsong and says he could cost them their access to breath. Lightsong asks if that is what Allmother tries so hard. Why all, sorry, why Allmother tries so hard with the petitions? But Allmother says most gods used it used to do that in the past. Lightsong then says he is here to give Allmother his lifeless commands. He says it would be best oh, to counter God. Blushweaver by having two gods with two sets of lifeless commands. Allmother states that Comseer trusted him and says she would meet with the people all day. Lightsong then gives Allmother his command phrase and says he'll tell Blushweaver Allmother bullied him into it. Were you expecting Lightsong to give Allmother his commands? I believe one of you did kind of say no, you thought he might. I, 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 I expected something, but I don't, I mean, maybe not exactly that. No, I, I thought that he was going to get the command from uh, Allmother. Mm. Yeah. And not give it to uh, Blushweaver. Yeah. Right, sorry, that's thing. what you would, yes, apologies. Then it'll be fifty-fifty, but I like his plan better because yeah, he just, he just went after. He was like, give it. "Have yeah, my commands." She doesn't want to give it to Blushweaver, so like, it's a yeah. pretty good plan in my opinion. Yeah, and I think that yeah. one of the reasons, I mean, not just because All Mother has them, but I think also it's I'm assuming part of his intentions are because Comsier trusted All Mother, and he mm-hmm. has like a lot of respect for her, so she's like she also has a set of commands. Plus, Comsier really liked All Mother. So she deserves to have my commands too. So it's two and two. Yeah. So like very smart play. Yeah. Uh, and then All Mother tells Light Song her command phrase. She's like, No, 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 no! I'm gonna give you <laughs> my commands. Best ever. Yeah. Says, but, but now we both have each other's commands. I'm like, oh, Yeah. God, so I she like states that so she dreamed Light Song would come, saw it in pictures all week, and saw his colors in her paintings. Chapter That's ends with... where I was like, oh shit, it, I guess maybe they're not as, like, maybe they are actually having prolific dreams. Yeah, and the chapter ends with Allmother saying she's curious to see how he'll handle her commands. So yeah, so they, mm-hmm. bo- they both give each other their commands, and it's like, well shit, we both know them now. Yeah. Uh, this is where Mexican my... standoff. <laughs> this yeah, is where so... my brain was like, <laughs> okay, okay, ask your question. <laughs> we're, first of all, uh, I think you're going to get into my second question, Darkness, but my first question was, were you expecting Allmother to give Lightsong her commands? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think you guys, you thought Lightsong would convince I mean, eventually, her eventually, yeah, but... I think he'd convince her. I didn't think he should just give it to him. Yeah, he's like, here's I my thought... commands, and she's like, no, 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 no. Here's my command. And he's like, Ex- yeah, excuse oh me? God, you just yes. said you wouldn't. <laughs> yes. she had, I mean, he had to work for it, right? I guess, yeah, he spent like a week trying to get to her, which apparently all week she was seeing like his colors and him in pictures and stuff and paintings. Um, And then my second question, which I think probably sounded like relates more to what Darkness was going to say was, what do you think will happen now that they both know both sets of commands? You see, here's the thing. I don't remember, did Blushweaver ever tell um, 
Light Song her command? No. No. Light Song does not okay. know her commands or Mercy Stars. Blush Weaver knows, uh, or sorry, Blush Weaver knows Mercy Stars and Hope Finders. I think. Mm -hmm. Does Light Song technically know Hope Finders? I think he does. Oh no, he did. So. But Blush Weaver changed them. She specifically yeah, said she changed yeah, was... them. So he doesn't now. He did know them at one point, but she's changed them. So Blush Weaver is the only one who knows those two sets of commands. She does not know Light Songs. And Light Song obviously knows his own, and now he knows All Mothers as well, and All Mother also knows both of those. Is what we're yeah, at. Yeah, okay, so... There's so are many you, ways... Are you, are you putting that. the red wires together? <laughs> I'm trying, it's just, they're going everywhere. He's, he's got, he's that, he's that meme with the guy pointing at the board. With, like, yeah. all the, all the strings the and wires. pictures. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, there's multiple ways this can go, right? Yeah. There could be some sort of betrayal, and they could change their, their, you know, sort of, like, commands. Because there is a way to reset them and like change the command. Yeah, they, so they have the main phrase, which means either of them could go and overwrite the other person's commands. Yeah, so that can happen. Yeah. Right? There can be a thing where, like, White Song's like, ah, uh, no, I didn't get anything, right? <laughs> and then Loki, like, trying to figure out Blushwear's commands, right? Mm -hmm. Which would require effort. I don't know if that's, like... <laughs> that's not something he does. Though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Ultimately, they're definitely gonna clash because there's no way that, that with him or like just um Almother having both commands, there's no way either one is not gonna clash with Blushwear. Trying to like you know. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like Light Song's plan was like give Almother the commands. She's obviously stubborn enough that she won't deal with Blushwear shit, and then I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like part of his reasoning was I don't have to deal with it then. Yeah, that's mine. what I was saying in the beginning. I was like, oh, she's just giving him all the based it's, on his personality. Yeah, it sort of worked out with, like, how he's displaying himself. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also, like, who, if, if, if Blush Weaver and Light Song do clash, who would hold out the longest? Because they're technically, like, comfortable with each other. Blush Weaver, obviously, based on her, her short conversation with Siri, has a lot of respect for Light Song. We know. Yeah. Like, I think she specifically, before she called Siri a whore, um, <laughs> or a slut or whatever she called her. It was a slut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before she says that, she specifically says, I think that Light Song is like the best of the gods currently. Like, she basically sees Light Song mm -hmm. like a Light Song saw Comseer, it feels like to yeah. me. So, like, she's, she's... she's put him up on like a really tall pedestal. So, like, I don't know if she would give in to him or not. Cause, like, she obviously has all these plans, but yeah, she also obviously has a lot of respect for him and how he yeah. handles things. Yeah, so it depends who would win, because <laughs> it could be all or nothing here now that everything's set. <laughs> what do you think, Mythic, about Darkness's also, thoughts? I, oh, I don't I don't know. Even if, if, if Light Song wins, I don't think he would want to use them. Because that like, wasn't his original intention. I think Light Song is going to be the big bad evil. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh! I was going to say that, too, because of, <laughs> of what you said that you heard. So, yes. Well, no, not, that's not what I was... Actually, I wasn't even going on that, because, like, I, I barely heard anything of it. So, like, I'm not even, I didn't even speculate anything to it. Yeah, um, he wouldn't have heard anything important if he stopped at the word Light yeah. Song. Yeah, Light Song. <laughs> like, as soon as it came up, I was like, oh, shit. Um, and I, really, my mind had already had picked up on uh, that it said chapter 45, and I was already in the process of clicking it off. 
Mm -hmm. um, so like I really wasn't li listening at all. all. All he really knows uh, is it's a light song but, chapter. Yeah, it's a it's yeah it's a light song <laughs> three sentences. Yes, but, you know. I, I don't care. Any yeah. sort of word would have said the author. But I but I've been thinking that I've been thinking about the fact that like when Denth was like shown as this you know uh, bad person all of a sudden mm -hmm. it started making me think okay well who is holding like who is paying him and yeah. then i was like what would be the like craziest thing to <laughs> if, happen? like if he's working for light song and, exactly if oh, light damn. song is actually not this like you know uh carefree i'm not a god kind of person and he really is trying to create this war and then uh Blush Weaver is actually attempting to prevent it, and like that would be insane. Blush Weaver turns out to be the hero be. all along, and Light Song's actually the big villain. <laughs> or, or the other one that I thought was that um, if it's still on the same Light Song being the bad, big bad person, but Light Song doesn't even know that he's actually the one doing it. Kind of like we find out later with Vivenna being a pawn. Mm, you think he's somehow being like manipulated into being the bad person? Yeah, or something to that extent. Who would like, be the technically be the one charged than Larmar? Well, that's what I'm saying. Not even <laughs> manipulated. More of just like this whole because like this maybe changed my opinion on the whole uh, dreams are actually prolific thing. Mm. Um, and that he may have like just been. Um, uh, what was? Oh, he might. He actually might be bad like he might have been like a crime boss is why he's able to do all this mm. looking into all this stuff and all of that and like all of a sudden now that's kind of coming through but he doesn't even know i see wait yeah what if like <laughs> what if like he was itching right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. moved on to where like halangin is Lived in the slums, and that's why he can juggle because he was performing as an entertainer. <laughs> oh, you think he was like he was doing? Because I think that Vanetta does say like people like kind of performing and like knowing how to be like on the busy streets do better at begging. Maybe he he begged using yeah. juggling. <laughs> yeah, and what if like what if he like slowly climbed up to like up up the ranks like that, and that's why he knows mm -hmm. how to do all that stuff. Mm. <laughs> Slumlord Light Song. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That'd be great. That'd be a good theory. Could I mean, I, I I definitely feel like it could be pliable or viable, pliable, viable. Um, <laughs> hey, you're the one messing that. up words. It's not me. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Uh, I, I feel like it would be a viable option because, like, like I said, we've had so many twists that have happened so far yeah. that like, it wouldn't be so far fetched. Yeah. Okay, that's my theory. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, alright. So that's gonna just move... a theory. A game theory. <laughs> a book theory. <laughs> oh? <laughs> it's a book theory, not a game theory. <laughs> uh, so yeah, chapter 43. We're back with Vivenna. She awakes alive and with Vasher and Nightblood. Uh, she's been bathed and dressed in sleeping garments. Her hair has been detangled. Uh, and she asks if Vasher raped her. And he says he has no interest oh in God. someone who has been in Denth's bed. Uh, and mm -hmm. she says she wasn't with Denth. Vasher then asks if Denth had her fooled, which Vivenna confirms. And he calls her an idiot, which she also agrees with. Vasher then says uh, he had the woman who ran the building bathe and dress her, which is kind of nice. Are you surprised that Vasher took such good care of Vivenna while she was sleeping and sick? No. 
He's the most gentleman like person ever. <laughs> well, well, the only reason I the only reason I say he's a good guy is because uh, of the whole uh, Nightblood being against evil people. So, mm-hmm. so and he doesn't seem to affect uh, Vasher that much. So, I just yeah. like him because he doesn't he doesn't like that. <laughs> he's Whoa. like the opposite of death. He like comes off as the bad guy, hates talking yeah. to people, works on his own, but is that... actually a good guy. Dent is like super charismatic. Everyone thinks he's a great guy. He works in a team, but he's actually a bad guy. I was gonna say when he <laughs> talks about being like, yeah, when he talks Loki, later about it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he talks about being looking antisocial. Yeah. I was like. He's okay. like, please yes, stop talking too. to me. Yes, me too. He's like, I hate, I hate this. Please stop talking. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but anyways, um, so Vivenna thanks Vasher for saving her, and Vasher explains that she has uh, Tremaria, a disease that is spread through insect bites and gives someone dizziness, dementia, and hunger. He also says she deserved it, and she slept a week. Uh, so yeah, did you expect that Vivenna had gotten sick, or do you think her issues with memory and excessive, excessive exhaustion was just due to hunger and being drab? Hunger and drab is what I thought, but I, I think it was me she got sick. What did I you say think it was. I thought. I thought it was just her, like, um, like still working out, like her emotional turmoil and like the. You said maybe she was like in shock or like PTSD yeah. or something. Yeah, I think she was, like, in constant, just, like, you know, shocked this whole time. Yeah. I remember when I first read the book, like, I was like, why? Like, because when they explained that she had only been there for, like, a week or something, I was like, why is she, like, gone down? Like, it felt like she went gone downhill so fast, but, like, I felt like it made a lot more sense. And, like, yeah, she had, like, basically, like, dementia and shit. But, and that's dementia why she... was, yeah. The dementia part is like, when, oh, shit. <laughs> when 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 she made the comment of, because uh, before, before Vasher uh, picked her up and all that, she made a comment about how she could she she knew it was important, but she couldn't remember why it was important. Yeah, the but shawl. Shaw, and I was like, does she have like dementia? Like, how do you just forget that you put breath in this? Yeah. Unless it's like a side effect of being a drab is the other thought I had. Yeah. And maybe like because she's a drab, it was like she couldn't remember that she had given her breath. I was like, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it can't be anything about like jab related. Yeah, no, it's, it's a very few couple weird chapters until, yeah, you kind of get the explanation and you're like, oh shit, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah, her like mind fogginess and like forgetting things was all about the, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, so Vasher then asks about her breasts, and after lying that she gave them to Denth, she admits that she put them into the shawl she was wearing. Vasher leaves the room for a moment, and she begins eating the food on Vasher's plate. She like goes, she like as soon as he leaves, she's like, "Food." She's <laughs> um, like, even if it's fish, I'm eating this." Shit. Yeah. So he returns with her shawl, which is cleaned. Vasher then confirms that only Vivenna can take the breath out of the shawl. So we now have confirmation only the person who puts breaths into an object can take them back out. Do you think this is completely true or that people just don't know how to do that yet? I think I think the wording that they use makes it so people think that it it's only like that, but there's definitely a different command they can use to extract breath unwillingly. Yeah. And we do learn later that Vasher says like they don't know a lot about awakening still. Like there's like probably thousands yeah. if not millions of commands they don't know yet. 
So yeah, for all we know, like it, it, there could be a way he just doesn't know, or like anyone doesn't really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as far as he says, is that she is the only one who could have gotten the breath out of that. Which I think you got, the reason I know that was because I think you guys had asked questions about that previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you could take breath from an item, like if so I could give an item, like I could put breath in a coin, like a single breath Yeah, a coin, and then give it to someone like, else. There you go. Because yeah. uh-huh. I feel like it would have been a really nice, like, I feel like it would have fit with Vavena and like her kind of Idrian and Oster stuff if she had like gone around like, yeah, putting a single breath into a coin and then like if I, every drab she found just like, here, here's a single breath, <laughs> like yeah. giving it to them. I feel like that'd be something she would have done, potentially. You know what's crazy? I don't even see this as Vivenna anymore. She's a very oh, different yeah, person. Oh, yeah, no, she's definitely different, yeah. She's, she's like, had a I like big later. growth. Yeah, I like later when she's ta- when they're talk- uh, when Ciri's talking to Susabran about it, and she's talking about all of her family members. Yeah. And the way she's talking, I'm like, nope, that's not how Vivenna is I now. know, she's... Yeah, if if slash when they meet, she's gonna be so shocked. Like, cause yeah, she keeps talking about Vivenna, like, oh, Vivenna would do this. Vivenna would have been better at that. This and that is it. That is like Vivenna's changed. <laughs> Vivenna is like, she's not even gonna recognize her. Like, Siri's not even gonna recognize her sister. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of hoping what's gonna happen is that Siri is gonna get to a position of being like, you know, a lot more uh, uh, royal in standing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a little more backbone. Um, I think she's she's she going is, that way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. but like I feel like she's gonna get to that point where she's just much more about that part, and she's mm-hmm. gonna you know be a lot stronger in that sense. And then she's gonna see Vivenna, and Vivenna is gonna actually be like kind of like Vasher. Uh, I'm hoping a better Vasher, but <laughs> like kind of like Vasher, slightly um, more talkative Vasher. Yeah, like like a more charismatic Vasher. Um, like, but like a warrior, she's gonna be holding night blood, and she's gonna be a warrior. Mm-hmm. Like, because it it would honestly, in my opinion, it would be like the polar opposites of how they both started. Because yeah, basically, they're opinion, becoming more like each other. I feel like series has yeah. slightly less changed than Vivenna. Like, she just mm-hmm. seems to be becoming a more confident pers- version of herself, in my opinion. Whereas Vivenna's like almost a completely different person. Like, she's completely yeah. broken out of her shell. She's like. I, the way so I different. saw it from the beginning, though, in the very beginning, I very I saw it was that Syria was a lot like Meredith uh, from Brave, where mm-hmm. like you know she would go out, she'd do her own thing, she didn't really care for the whole political side of life. She yeah. only wanted to do what she wanted to do, and yeah. then she got thrown into the politics. And unlike Meredith, she didn't actually fight it as much as she should have. And then now she's becoming more political, standing where. Vivenna was more political and didn't really have a life outside of that. And then because she was also thrown into the fact that she didn't have to do that anymore, she kind of lost her her way and then learned had to learn a new place. And when she found her new place, it's a lot stronger, in my opinion, than what she was. Um, yeah, I'm, I want to see what happened. I, don't know, I doubt it'll actually happen, but I would love to know uh, what her their father thinks of them in the end of the book. Yeah, it would be interesting um, if he, we got the, his opinion of them. Yeah, like uh, who they have become. And I still oh. want to meet Ridger. <laughs> Wait, you guys oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I wonder how their own people are going to like take them in if they like go back, you know? Well, I mean, best case scenario, 
I mean, Siri would obviously stay as queen, probably, Palangia. I don't know if she would ever go back home. If, if, if Susabron and her kind of, like, stay together and everything, like, and, like, he... Yeah, her dad's a dick. I don't think he did. <laughs> I don't... Also, just on that vein, like, do you think Vivenna would be happy just going back home and living with her dad? She could also... She, well, but I mean, like, what would they do? Would they, like, slaughter her for being an awakening? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Right. I feel here, like out of everything, though, right? that's one thing that the dad wouldn't do. He even even at his worst, like dad, he seems to favor her a lot. The dad literally literally sent one of his daughters to die. Yeah. He's also sent like I mean, a fuck ton of men to, to yeah. try and find Vivenna to get her to get her specifically to get Vivenna specifically. Yeah. He's do you think he would? Do you think he would have sent them knowing what she's doing now, though? I don't. Um, he apparently knew about the the Lemex getting breaths and stuff, and he was fine with that. He paid for some of them. Apparently, yeah, but I, that's not his blood, though. I don't know. I have a I have a s- sneaking suspicion that that also wasn't like. I mean, she said it was his handwriting, but like I don't know. It just doesn't seem. It could have been falsified. Seems, yeah, yeah, it seems coerced almost. Because um, not not even just that they went through that one dude that was like doing like that they were gonna do used to like um make a fake letter or whatever i don't know yeah yeah so they could have just done that that's true they could have gone uh, to those contacts because that that was dense contacts that they went to i think for that fake letter here's a red wire here's a red wire for you uh what if what if uh siri actually finds out later siri and vivenna find out later that uh wow i can't i'm a landrin (laughs) Palandrin? Yeah, Palandrin. Words, okay, thank you. Uh, is actually terrible, and they side with Halandrin to fight their own home country. So you you think that Adrian is actually, like, the... Like, the bad I mean, guys? We, we kind of... I don't know. I, I When Vasher's talking to her here later, he kind of, in my opinion, hints that they might not be as... Uh, squeaky clean in this as everybody seems to believe. I'd have to go back to what the passage was. We'll, we'll, we'll get would, to that later, yeah. He, he talks a little yeah. bit about when, when they meet up with people later, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to that later if you want to discuss it then. Um, That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, so Vivina then admits that she guessed the command to free herself from the ropes when tied up and says it was the first time she had used breath. Um, he, which I think he was like, oh, uh, what the fuck was that, Mythic? Oh, I don't know. There was, like, a fucking... Oh, did my thing go down and come back up? Uh... There was an image that showed up! <laughs> of some anime girl. My background? Oh, my background. Yeah, my background went down and came up. Yeah, okay. okay. I was like, what? I was like, what the fuck? How did I do that? I don't know. Anyways. Um... <laughs> threw me off so much. Um, so I believe he's like, oh yeah, you're Idriot, right, you wouldn't be using awakening powers, even if you had the breath. Uh, so yeah, then he get. can you not do that? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, I figured out how I did it, okay. Okay, yeah, let's, let's not do that. Uh, he then gives her the command to get her breasts out of the shawl. Uh, Venegan gets her breath back after repeating, your breath to mine. Her sickness is gone as well, and Vasher says she'll barely even age if she hangs on to the breath. Uh, Vasher then tells her it's time to go, and hands her... Thick trousers, a tunic, and a vest in various shades of blue, as well as well as undergarments. She mentions that they are man's clothing, but stops complaining after remembering how she had just been running around in just her shift. 
Basher says that he uh, has worked for her and wants to block Denth's plans. He also states that Halandrin isn't her enemy and that Denth has been hired by someone to start a war between Idris and Halandrin and used Vivenna to make that happen. Basher is trying to figure out who's behind it and why they want this war. Basher then states he intends to try and undo the damage she has done. So do you think Basher is right and that Halandrin isn't the enemy and who do you think the real enemy is? I mean, I kind of think it's uh, a landrid, but and and like I don't know, we we haven't gotten there exactly yet. So I'll address more on why. Yes, Idris. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. The words, the words. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I think Idris is. I don't know about evil, but maybe not as squeaky clean as it seemed in the beginning. Well, we do know at least the Idrian royalty are like, unless there's someone working behind the scenes and they just really don't want the war because they're going to get fucking steamrolled uh, by Halandrin with their lifeless. Um, but he also says Halandrin potentially isn't the enemy. At least not the country. Like, I guess if either, if neither of the countries are the are the bad guys, there could still be factions within either country that are potentially the bad guy. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the same in real life in general, though. Like, America's not the bad guy, but sometimes we do things that could seem very evil to other people. Same with, like, in my opinion, and this is going to sound very controversial, but Russia is not a bad guy because they want to do what they're doing, they want to do. Everybody has a set thing in their head that's, like, good. It's Everybody's going to be good in their own minds. So, like, of course they're not bad. But I still feel like that king is an evil bastard, and I don't like it. <laughs> so. I wouldn't be shocked if he was actually evil. Mm. Maybe not Dent, maybe not Dent evil, but evil, so. What do you think, Darkness? Who do you think the real enemy is? What if, like, after all, people, like, like are just skimming over these people, right? The so, what if it's... Car alarm and Darkness is Yeah, I can't really control that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I was... Tell him to shut up. Hold on, give me a second. <laughs> okay, so what if, like, <laughs> what if it's actually, like, the Pancall people? You think huh. Pancall might be the, the bad guys? You never know. Because we, we, we really didn't know about that, so... Oh my god, that would be a twist to end all twists. (laughs) I want the pawn call women to be my handmaidens. Exactly, you already had one betrayal. Evil. evil. Oh my god. Would that mean Bluefingers is evil? Yeah, really, Bluefingers is the evil person all along. That's giving me so many wild ideas. Because I didn't I think know. about that until now. Yeah, but I, know. I I went back to read a little bit on because in this chapter, Vasher makes a comment that um, Denth never technically lied to her, and I was like, "You're not wrong. He didn't. Numerously times said he was a bad person. He numerously told her that like mercenaries will work for money. He's putting her in these situations, in my opinion, even when he stated the originally." Of oh we could, you know, attack the, um, the lifeless or whatever, and 
you know, stop them from having some so much life, so many lifeless. And I'm like, that, that would still create strife. That would still create issue, and then they would really want to attack you. Yeah, if like someone's attacking your like military barracks, like <laughs> yeah, you would be retaliating, and that's I'm pretty sure I I said it before, like that I thought it was a bad idea yep. because you don't if you don't want a war, you don't want to provoke a war. Yeah, he then, he admitted a lot unless, of stuff, but he never outright, I don't think, lied. Unless you're not one of the main targets. Exactly, which Vasher or not Vasher, but uh, Denth is not technically a main target. Well, I think. Uh, I think Darkness is getting at that Pont Call isn't, like, the main yeah. target. They would obviously well, yeah. assume it's oh, Indrians. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that would, that would make sense. So, Bluefingers did talk to... But if you... Actually, didn't Bluefingers talk to Vasher? No, it was a different priest that talked to Vasher. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the other priest it was recommended him to talk the, to Vasher. The guy with the N name that switched his opinion suddenly at the mm-hmm. at the audience thing later. He was like very yeah, anti-war, but I think he, I think he told Vasher to go to Mercy Star's Palestine. He's like, "Oh, these people, my god isn't very like influential, but and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You should look into these other gods instead." Who was I, his god? Did we figure that out? Uh, I believe it might have been one of the gods that that uh, Light Song played that complicated game with, but I don't remember exactly which mm. one. I'd have to search. Gotcha. I mean, I can Google it if you want. No, it's okay. I can... <laughs> what was his name? Nan? Nan? Nanrova. High Priest of Stillmark. Yeah, Stillmark was one of the people who was uh, playing that game. Mm. It was Nanrova and uh, High Priest of Stillmark. Gotcha. So yeah, that was who he was talking to, I believe. Nobody influential, of course. All they do is play games all the time. Actually, was that? Now that he's... Wait, keep... was that who he was talking to? Wait, wait, wait. I don't... No, I think I he was talking to I mean, some of the... Early, early on. Where, Where's that Vasher chapter? Now I gotta... I gotta... Find this note. So, no, Vasher... Uh, no, he was I talking to Bebid. Bebid? Bebid. Uh, I don't... Just Google it. He... Who Bebid, is... Bebid represents Bright Vision the True, who we have not met. Ah, got it. Imagine it's like that one buff god that we never got an explanation. Yeah, that would be cool. It might be. <laughs> um, I was I was saying um, I keep thinking about this theory with Pankar, right? and yeah. it's like bothering because it, it might it might it, work. Yeah, it can work so well because <laughs> why are they there? You know, well, they wouldn't they... be there necessarily if they didn't have like a bigger role. Well, I mean, not necessarily because like they do state a lot that Halandrin is like a Basically, like, uh, almost like a paradise to most people. So, like, I mean, there's a lot of immigrants. I mean, when they when we first get to the city, there's like a bunch of different countries that get named, mm-hmm. um, that never come up again. Um, I believe mean, yeah, there's so like a country where like the men have braided beards a lot of the time. Ooh, I sh- I should try that. <laughs> Braiding um, your beard. Hell yeah. Can't imagine darkness of the beard. I can imagine darkness. You've of the seen beard. what I look like. Have I? We traded pictures. I don't remember this. I mean, she doesn't even know she. You have her picture, all right, darkness. <laughs> no, I would never. Um, but, anyways, 
Yeah, I think there, there was multiple countries mentioned, but I think Pankal and uh, Idris are the closest to Halandrin. I think Pankal, it's, oh, Pankal is the one that's mentioned that um, by Hoyt as being like the first people that were in the Halandrin region, I believe, along with like the cities of Huth and Kuth. Um, Huth and Kuth. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Pankal people had like little tribal villages, I believe, when like that first return showed up on that boat who became the first god king. I don't think he was technically even the first god king. He was like this first return that then like started Halandrin or something. They had like that boat. Remember Hoyd's whole story with that? Like, mm-hmm. He was like the one who birthed like the royal family technically with his wife. So pa- Pankel's mentioned there. So they're like from the region. So they're like a neighboring country. I think all the other ones are from like across the sea. Hence why it would be perfect for them to create a war. And they could sneak in while the war's happening. Knows. Well, you know. I know who the real bad guy is. <laughs> Think about so it. There too. is a real bad guy. We got it. We got it out of her. And apparently it's not the people that we think because... She exactly. said it's the real bad I'm just saying I know who yeah. the, the true villain is. I'm not saying if we if you I have not confirmed or denied any of the possible options. I'm just saying also, I know who the true one is. <laughs> if you think about one. it, there are so many like different countries and like people that have immigrated there. Why are there more Pankal like people mentioned in that position? Well, as I said, I think it's partially because they're a neighboring country. Possibly. Mm. Or she's trying to steer us away from... Away from that, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um... Real, real villain is Midnight. We got this. <laughs> I am the real villain. Like the from the heavens. <laughs> I am Oster. <laughs> oh my god. What if Oster is... Oster's the real villain. <laughs> Oster is the real villain. She's gonna come down That's what I thought for like a split second. I'm like, nah. Uh, but anyways, so we then skip to Vivenna and Vasher walking together. Vivenna keeping her head down and noticing a girl in the streets that is in a similar position that Vivenna had just been, but seems more capable. Uh, Vivenna whispers to Vasher that Denth had made her think the war was inevitable, and her father had believed the war uh, made her think the war was inevitable, and her father had also believed the war was inevitable. Vasher says they're wrong, and war has been close for decades, but getting the kingdom to attack requires the return to stop focusing on themselves and start a war. Venice says she's bad at everything, and Basher says Denth had been working on this for a while, uh, and even corrupted the Idrian ambassador. Basher's theories on who is behind this are either a god, a cabal of gods, or a group of priests working on their own. When Vivenna asks why Basher is involved, he tells her he doesn't enjoy talking with people. Uh, so yeah, so what, do you, what are your thoughts on Vasher's theories? Because he thinks it's either one of the gods, a group of them, or a group of priests. So he, he doesn't seem to think it's the, the pound call people. Well, maybe he's not seeing the bigger picture. <laughs> Which means they're doing a very good job of hiding yeah, who they're exactly. You know, trying to tell you. It's like a bunch of music I mean, in your background, Darkness. <laughs> I mean, I know. Like, I mean, I, I as great as I feel like that theory is Darkness, I don't believe that it's going to be the end result, but it could be. Um, I still am on the whole, I think it could be Light Song being the very, you know, that bad guy at the end. But, and that would just make me like him even more. Can you, can you still hear it? No, can't anymore. 
Okay, good. No, wait, darkness, are you talking? I can't hear you. I can hear darkness just fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, why do you think Vasher want is so involved in trying to stop the war? Like, what do you think his motivations for that is? Maybe he's really scared. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody wanted to be considered. <laughs> I thought you were going to elaborate. I don't know. <laughs> no, he's just scared. He doesn't want to work. I mean, he's scared. I mean, I don't know. The way he talks about, uh, and that's a little bit later, but the way he talks about um, the group of Vasher and all them, or not Vasher, sorry, uh, Dent and all them, yeah, it, like, to me, makes me feel like he knows a little bit about, like, that Dent, because Dent's probably been planning this for a while. I mean, that's um, what he says he's been planning it for a while, yeah. Yeah, so, like, he's, you know, probably knows kind of where Dent is trying to go down, like, he's trying to probably figure it out, uh, the path that Dent is trying to go down, and he might be in with kind of like with what darkness said scared of the path that it's go, that Denth wants it to go down so he's trying mm. to divert that path as much as possible um oh, i don't know if he might just be uh idrian and uh we all don't know that yet yeah we don't he might just like not want war because it's gonna affect innocent people and he doesn't seem to mm -hmm. like hurting innocent people so mm -hmm. yeah, he does stop he did stop uh his sword from hurting that one dude so i mean even though he died in the end but yeah he specifically like knocks people out trying not mm -hmm. to kill people all the time if they're not gonna just like he hasn't killed he hasn't killed vavena he has not killed vavena even though he said he wanted to a few times he's like mm -hmm. god damn it i'm uh -huh. not gonna kill her i guess <laughs> uh I... okay, okay what part are we on right now uh they were just about to go into the building to meet the Adrian. Oh, I forgot to mention. Mm -hmm. I really like the part where he's like, "How did he get out of your like findings or whatever? Did he like awaken the rose or something?" And then she goes on to explain that she guessed the. the... Yeah, he's like impressed. She like guessed, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're Adrian. You wouldn't have like tried using them before." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a interesting thing. Um. Yeah. But yeah, so they arrive at a rundown building, and Vasher knocks on the door with his sword and pushes into the building once the door opens a crack. Uh, they go into the cellar, where a group of men are sitting at a table. They ask if Vasher wants something to drink, and he pulls Vavena forward and tells her to use her hair. Several of the men bow their heads and call her princess. Vasher has Vavena tell the men she doesn't want to go to war, and she says she thought it was inevitable and was manipulated. Vasher then sits with the men and asks them what, they, uh, what they're going to do. The men argue back and forth with Vasher, saying they're treated terribly and maybe they should go to war. They say the women store food and the children go out searching the jungle for jungle for Khaled's phantoms. Vasher also says here that the lifeless that attacked Ravenna when she was visiting the slumlords were actually lifeless who had their commands broken and were sent to the uh, sent with orders to kill, not by the government. Uh, are you surprised the lifeless weren't sent by the government? Because I think you guys did have a few theories that potentially like Denth had uh used them i think even before you found out like he was a bad guy you thought maybe like he used them to try and get her to like yep. learn awakening uh, awaken yeah mm -hmm. I, I i did think that um how do i say it? that they were like specifically targeted but not, not not necessarily by like you know the garment but like after finding out that dent was bad obviously i figured it was him right mm -hmm. but i i just like right now it's hitting me how it like how, like, how powerful they are, actually. 
Yeah, like how, how much they planned and like yeah. got everything together to because manipulate her. That means that they don't just have one lifeless under their control. Well, it specifically says they were government lifeless, but their commands got so they they went in and like broke their commands, and yeah, I think they did end I'm up saying, having like, to kill all of those lifeless. Yeah, I'm saying like if they can do that, then they can do a lot more than we thought they could. Yeah, I think also you had mentioned like you were surprised Tonkfa took down a few, and I think. Now that I'm thinking, I don't think they ever say anything about. It, but I'm wondering if that's how nope. actually Tonkfa got out of that situation was by knowing their command phrases and saying them after yep. Vivenna ran away. Well, that's I'm pretty sure what I had said earlier or before was that um, when Vivenna ran away from Tonkfa, he was surrounded by them, and like yeah. it seemed as if he should have been done. It should have been like that was him dying, and then he just showed up later, and I was like. Yeah, you were suspicious of that. (laughs) Yeah, that seemed just really fishy to me. That's why it made me think... That's what originally made me think that maybe they had sent them there to, you know, make Ravenna awaken. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he just shows up, like, unharmed. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they mentioned any injuries, which is... You'd think he'd at least have been injured in some way. Yeah, and then lo and behold, we come to find out that he's actually torturing his animals. Yeah, I mean, he's also potentially just way better with weapons than we would have thought because he's, uh, he's at least good at torturing. I don't know about like fighting, but <laughs> kind of different skills, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Vivenna listens to the conversation, and she remembers that her initial plan when she, uh, when she still was to become the God King's bride was to talk him out of war. She realizes that she had almost given up on saving her sister as well during her time here. Vivenna moves to the men and begs them to try to get people to listen to them. She says she can talk to her father and try to get him to help them. Vivenna says they'll be seen as heroes, and eventually the men say that they'll see what they can do. Uh, considering what we know of Susabron, do you think Vivenna's original plan would have worked if she had become the queen instead? I mean... I don't know. Honestly, I don't think she would have been able to think it was better that Siri went there because I feel like Siri is a lot better in that situation. I don't know if Avena would actually have been able to do so. I think her prejudice would have got the better of her. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I, I was going to say, I think the situations they're in right now is like sort of like a better outcome but then i realized she's going to hell so it's probably not good to say that yeah <laughs> i feel like outcome. i don't know i feel like knowing because like this is obviously a hypothetical we we have no idea like even me knowing the end isn't going to change what i would think here but like knowing who vivenna was at the start and now knowing who Susa, the type of person susabron is like i think even if they wouldn't have had the connection maybe that susabron and siri had i feel like vivenna desperate to save her people probably like if her plan was to convince the god king to not go to war like i feel like she may have tried to sneak and say stuff to him even told not to because like she was a very proper person but she was proper in the ways of like this is my duty to my people and like what i was born to do basically and i think like considering what we know of him she probably would have been able to get something done although i don't know if she'd be as good about like talking to the other gods and everything as serious and i don't know if like as i said she wouldn't have had as good a connection potentially with the god king i don't think she would i don't think that would have mattered much or lasted that long considering that she probably would have you know done stuff yeah the thing is she would have gotten pregnant 
for sure. Like yeah, she would have I actually gone like through she would have went in there and seduced him. Like you know, he, she wouldn't been so lovey about it. She would have just been like, "This is my job. I have to have a baby." And then mm-hmm. that's what she would have done. <laughs> Which is not the way she should should have went about it if she wants to save her kingdom. But you know. But as I said, like she doesn't the way she's doing know it. that mm-hmm. potentially. Like, yeah, yeah, we don't know. we don't know hundred percent. Or she could have tried to kill herself. I don't know about that. I feel like she's smart enough to know that that wouldn't really help the situation. Yeah, so I, th- I think like her whole point is that like she learned all about like like all this stuff from her tutors, like all this like politics and government etiquette and all these different things, specifically so that she could do something while in mm-hmm. the court of gods. Well, technically, they all learned that though. Well, mostly because well, we know I mean, Siri. Well, well, they had tutors. I don't know if like. I'm pretty sure they describe, like, especially in the beginning, Vivenna saying, like, she had specifically been taught, like, her whole life stuff so that she could do something in the Court of Gods when she became yeah, the God King's like, Bride to protect They had never planned. Nobody planned until way too late that Siri was the one that was going here. Yeah, like, Siri was supposed to have lessons on a bunch of stuff, but I don't think it, they probably would have been as in-depth or as insistent on them as they would have been with Vivenna. Because, like, as they said, like, Fafin was the second choice, basically, something happened to Vivenna. Like, Siri was the third child, so she was kind of allowed to get away with not doing much. So Fafin probably had more tutoring than Siri, but Siri, who was, like, very against the tutoring as well, I think they kind of just gave up on her after a while. Sounds like my old high school. <laughs> um... But yeah, so Vasher and Vivenna then leave, and Vasher says he wants her to meet someone else. She asks if she's a prisoner, and he eventually says she can go back to Idris. She says she still thinks of Denth as a friend, and is struggling to come to terms with the facts of what he did. Vasher says Denth is charismatic, unlike him, but he won't lie to her. Uh, Vivenna eventually says she will help as long as it's only telling people she wants to keep Idris from harm. As the chapter ends, Vivenna notes that she hopes she is on the right side this time. Do you think Vivenna is on the right side this time? Yes. I think Vasher's a good person. I mean, he hasn't killed her yet. <laughs> well, I mean, neither did Dent. Yeah, but, you know. I mean, Dent needed her alive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but then attempted to. I don't, even, I don't know. If he, I don't think he was really trying to kill her at the end either, but. No, I, I think he wanted to take her breath away so that she couldn't do anything. I was going to say, and to be fair, like. She, she got her breath back from Vasher, so. Yeah, Vasher did teach her how to get her breath back, that's for sure. So, yeah, probably on the better note with Vasher. Yeah, so <laughs> we then go into chapter 44, which is the final chapter you guys read, mm-hmm. which is uh, a Siri point of view chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she notes that it has become a tradition to order food every night after Siri did her uh, little act of jumping on the bed. Susbron is known to have a sweet tooth as he notes to Siri that he can't gain weight even if he only eats sweets. Siri notes that she needs to corrupt Susbron more as he's too obedient. Uh, Susbron then admits that he spoke to his priests and said he was worried about having a child and asked about his father dying after having a child. Susabrun admits that Siri might be right as they gave him vague answers and his guards and awakeners have been staying closer lately. Siri notes that she has had three storytellers other than Hoyd come by, but none offered new information. 
Are you surprised that Susaban tried to speak to his priests? No, not at all. <laughs> I think we came to the conclusion that he was going to try it regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Even Sirius, like, I can't really be mad. I told him to be more independent. And, like, I told him to be spontaneous. Yeah. yeah. I told him to be less obedient and stuff, and then he's less obedient, so I can't really say anything. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then what do you, you think? Know... Hmm? Go ahead. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you know what would be crazy, though? What? Like, what if, like, it slowly starts scaling up, right? And she, he comes in, like, every few nights, like, oh, I did this new thing to try and get the priest's attention, and, like, try and, like, figure out stuff. And then one night, it's just, like, a different god king that comes in. Oh, my gosh. Like, a different well, person. I mean, we, we haven't gotten there yet. We'll get there, but... Oh. And then I can talk about what I want to talk about. All right, well, we'll oh. get to that later, then, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, so what do you think it means that the guards and Awakeners are staying close to Susabron lately? They're going to mm -hmm. kill him! No, that's what it is. I think they're being more protective uh, because they believe that they're actually doing things, so uh, they're probably going to have a kid soon, hopefully. I think they're weary that he's, like, developing. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you have, when, when you have relations with people, you tend to develop a little faster. Right? I meant, <laughs> I meant, like, contacting them for, like, specific questions and stuff. Because <laughs> I doubt he's done, like, he's, like, um, yeah, I mean, if I remember correctly, he had only asked about how his dad died. Yeah, he he said. And I think he, all he said he said to his priest was that he was scared about having a kid, and he was yeah wor worried about the fact that his dad died right after having a kid, basically. Mm -hmm. And they basically were like, "No, you'll be fine." Yeah. Like, oh, don't worry. There were reasons he died. It just was coincidence. And <laughs> yeah, but it was like, it's like it's been like fifty years, and like. You know, like, how is he gonna ask that now? And, like, yeah, yeah, be yeah. able to ask it specifically well, because... Okay. He's asking now because of the situation. So, like, yeah, any rational person, right, even if he wasn't being corrupted by Siri, any rational person would see, could possibly connect the dots of, well, when my dad had me, or, you know, when my dad had me, he died. Shortly after I was born, mm -hmm. is that going to happen to me if I have a child? You know, like, yeah. especially with a kid, or with a child like mine, you're going to start putting these conclusions together. Like, that yeah, might be you, the reason. So You don't get it because, like, he's not, he wasn't able to ask. Well, he says well, they did yeah, teach him how to speak in the artisan script. He specifically yeah. is asking them in the artisan script, which is the only way he's been able to communicate, apparently, with his priests previously. Yeah, and, I mean, he said he has spoken to them before with that. So yeah. So it, the arson script is only known by like, like really like high class people, and I I think he's watched enough that he would never be able to use it with someone other than his priest. So that like the arson script and like hand gestures are basically the only way he's been able to communicate. He only talks to his servants through hand gestures, based on what we've seen for him asking for food, and then he talks mm -hmm. to his priest through uh, artisan script. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, I don't think him talking to his priest generally would be the concern i think i think they're concerned in general i don't think you know uh you... good i mean they no, may be concerned just... about him asking questions but it's not the fact that he's directly communicating with them i don't think yeah mm -hmm. i was gonna say you, you really think like they would have to protect him instead of like siri though 
No, because later when we figure out something, or when the assumption is made later. Uh, Which I think is like the, our, my next little paragraph yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, it, they don't need Siri at all. Yeah. They need Siri as a placeholder. And as long as she's not pregnant, they can keep that up. Or yeah. that she can keep up what she's doing. Once she becomes pregnant, this is going to go real fast. Like, she's going to... She probably won't even have to get to... Full uh, term. Yeah, like, they could probably just off her while she's in... Die. That's, that's yeah. The that yeah, so yeah. let me let me as we're talking about this quickly go into that that's paragraph. So me. they discuss how the God King and his family made us be vessels for the breath and not really matter. They come to the conclusion <clears throat> that the God King isn't the true son of the previous one, and that the reason that the priests are so urgent in having Siri become pregnant is because they already have a returned baby. So my my question here was gonna be, do you agree with their theory? But it kind of sounds yes. like you do. I, I do, and then and I feel like what's the worst part about it, in my opinion, is that Siri has not connected enough of the dots together that I seem to have, and I could be completely, you know, red wireless by now. But like, she's not needed as much as she is. If once she becomes pregnant, legitimately pregnant, and like people around the city know this all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, they don't have. To, they could just be like, oh, she's bedridden now, off her. And then have another child and be like, you know, there could be many a story that you could do. You could be like, oh, your your uh, your mother died in childbirth, giving birth to you, you know, stuff like that. There's so many things they could say. Because and so could... her whole thing of like, I'm gonna be much more uh, like, what's the word? Um, like stubborn about like how i'm going to talk to people and i'm going to be much more royal in the standing uh goes out the window the moment she is like shown to the world as being pregnant and the thing is like just stuff i know about pregnancy is like there's some women who show more than others so even if she's Mm -hmm. not showing very much and she's just showing a little bit they can be like oh doctors have said though that she's actually this far along not like as little as she is like i think you start showing it like two or three months and like oh she's actually four or five months along not two or three even though she's like not very pregnant looking yeah Exactly. Like I don't know how long. How long? I was thinking of how long they've been here. Like a couple months now, right? They've, it's been a, at least probably. God, I think it's got to have been at least minimum two, if not three or four months. Okay, so like let's say two months. Like you know, okay. Well, they had sex the moment the first day. You know, all right. She immediately became pregnant, so she's already two months along. Kind of a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like they could yeah. already do that stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, as soon as she basically starts showing, which even if, like, mm-hmm. she just gets pregnant, like, two months later, as I said, like, if she's yep. been there already for three months, and then she gets, like, five months in, she's, like, starts showing. They can be like, oh, she's actually four months in. Like, it took maybe a month, but she's already yep. four months in now. Exactly. Yeah. They can speed it up if what you're saying is correct, and they just offer us. Yeah. And, like, or, and they can even say, like, oh, she gave birth early. Like, mm-hmm. people give birth, especially back, probably back in yeah. those times. A premature, it's a premature baby. Yeah. So, easily, you could be like, oh, yeah, she had birth. She, she birthed the, her, the new God King early. Like, you know, there's so many things. And like I said, like, she, there's I don't a lot of ways to it speed it up. Enough. Yeah, she's definitely not put enough to, of it together if that's the theory that they're going to run with, which apparently Susabran seems to think it is the theory. 
Yeah, he gets kind of upset here. It. Yeah, he gets he gets very sad upset? here. I feel like he gets depressed. Yeah, he gets pretty depressed. He, he gets because oh, mostly because wow. like he thinks that his mother wasn't truly his mother, and he's like super depressed yeah. by that because I was like he's like she's the one person who cared about me. She responds that like Siri's like oh e even if she wasn't your mom, like she raised you, so she is your mom no she matter what. And maybe she even was your real mother open. because who better to take care of him? Because uh, yeah. I don't think because they didn't really have like this like fancy royal person as like the the wife of the god kings previously right so like it was just some random woman and so like they could bring in anyone so like her theory of yeah. like oh it could have been your real mom is possible as far as we know yeah yeah but i mean i don't know i mean that's if she doesn't speak up i guess if she never spoke spoke up enough yeah they could have kept her around but if she put the things together they probably wouldn't have kept her around very long the thing is, though, if she was just, like, some random woman, like, you would do any... She's like, I'll do anything to stay with my baby for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care yeah. if you have all these weird plans behind you. Like, I'll stay quiet. I don't care. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. Like, if she was legitimately her mo his mother, yeah. Yeah. Because imagine, like, giving birth your and your, your baby, like, dies, I guess, in childbirth or, like, very young. And then, like, he beco your baby becomes returned. You're like, I have a second chance with my baby. <laughs> Because, yep. like, at that point, like, they're not, like, really losing memories because they're so young that they didn't really have any to begin with, so they're basically going to be the same person. Yep. I mean, that's seriously crazy to me. The uh, newborn in general, a newborn awakener is... Or not awakener, whatever. Uh, returned. Yeah, returned is just insane to me and yeah. siri touches on it later too about the same idea that i had of like if you're gonna stay returned come back for a specific reason of being like that they died in a you know heroic way yeah right <laughs> what, what did the baby, baby do? die heroically <laughs> right and i'm pretty sure i said it before too that uh, i'm pretty sure i made a comment about like it doesn't make that doesn't make sense because like how do you bring back a child like unless you are bringing back the child the baby somehow died to protect its mother. It somehow knew while being birthed that if it died, it would save its mom's yeah. life. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's just insane. And I mean, yeah. like I said, she, Siri kind of puts that one together later. And it is pretty awesome that she, you know, at least thought about that. But uh, yeah. So, yeah, so then, uh, where are we? Uh, so, Superman then asks Siri to talk about her family. So, we go into her family bit. Yep. She mentions her father, who was often frustrated with her but loved her. Uh, Ridger, sure she, <laughs> Ridger, she apparently uh, always got into trouble, but he stopped being corrupted by her when he got older and more into his duties. Uh, and apparently, he's very kind hearted. So, that's really the first kind of information we get about Ridger besides his birth <laughs> order and the fact that he's going to take over as the king eventually. <laughs> Um, although I guess technically Vivetta still is first in line now that she's not the God King's wife so who knows what'll happen with that <laughs> you really think Vivetta is gonna take over? <laughs> I don't know I'm just saying she's technically first in line <laughs> uh, I mean, it would work it would work with her uh, promise she made to the other people so. Yeah. Uh, and then Faf and the monk grows food for the needy and takes care of things that need to be done around the city like pruning, washing, and painting uh, apparently they can stop if they want to. So, like, apparently you're allowed to just that, stop that being question. a monk. Yeah. Hmm? I said, yeah, we had that question before. Yeah. Like, whether you could stop it or not. Uh, she doesn't think Vivenna hated the God King, 
and says she is always calm and careful and perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, any new thoughts on uh, Siri's family, just from our little notes here from Siri's point of view? <laughs> yep, that uh, Bridger is actually dead. Oh, shit. Damn. Uh, I mean, alright, here's the thing, right? Sent Siri away, Vivenna decided, I'm gonna go save Siri, at least <laughs> in the beginning of that. Why didn't Ridger think the same thing? Like, if he is so, like, he was so loving to Siri. Yeah, sounds like they were really close. Like, I think Siri even says, like, yeah. Susan Brown reminds her a lot of her brother. Yeah, which is kind of... It kind of makes me wonder why he also didn't do like Vivana and try to go save Siri. What if he um, did and then Death got him? <laughs> what, what if he was one of the guys Death killed? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like that's <laughs> oh, what I was thinking. Like, what if he was one of the people that Death killed? If that's Sorry. if that's true, then the king is fucked. The king's so well, fucked. Fafin Fafin becomes queen. <laughs> no longer a monk. Either way, queen monk. I Queen mean, Monk. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping in the end, Vivenna actually, because she's going to become a badass, in my opinion, uh, is going to take the throne from her father. But Damn. like, not maybe not forcefully, but yeah. like, she is going to become the ruler of uh, Idris. She's going like, to stab him with knife. Oh shit! I mean, she's going to try and make him hold him, see if he's pure of heart or not. Yeah, one can only hope. But... Yeah, she just tosses the sword in front of him in the throne, and he's like, oh, I must I must pick it up. Him and Parlin's dad start fighting. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so then... No, Parlin's dad can't be evil. He raised Parlin. Parlin's a good boy. Um, Siri then mentions that she is worried... Because of what happened in Tetelir, Susabron says that his mother isn't the only one who has shown him kindness. Siri has as well, and he uh. kisses her. Uh, she notes that she's too hasty as she pulls off her shift and thinks that she's got to get better at controlling her impulses some other time. As she's continuing. <laughs> <laughs> she undresses. Oh I love it. I love that she was like, I have to control my impulses another time. I'm like, yeah. What? You're about to make such a terrible mistake. <laughs> And I don't like, think, I don't know oh, if they've invented no. condoms or anything, and probably they wouldn't uh, have no. access to any. No! First off, if, if this is going by, like, the standard of, like, you not having weaponry, like, guns and weaponry, <laughs> uh, it's probably going to be, like, medieval renaissance era. Yep. The only condom that they could possibly use was, like, a burlap sack. I think they had, like, sheepskin condoms before, yeah, like, plastic. exactly, which aren't invented. good. Which aren't good. Better than nothing, but not great. <laughs> I could only imagine what that would feel like. <laughs> I don't want. Oh. I don't. I don't want oh, to. God, I really don't want terrible. to. Like they have no contraception. So if and the, the other one is you're gonna start teaching Susan Braun about this stuff now, and I'm <laughs> he's sorry, gonna be like, I'm yes, I enjoy this. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I know. I know men. They're going to be like, oh, shit, that felt good. I'm going to fucking do it again. <laughs> and he's a god king. He could easily be like, you're going to do this. She's also the one who initiates this. She's also all, like, super uh, into it. I don't, well, I'm I not mean, just worried about know. his impulses. He definitely, yeah, he definitely didn't instigate any of that, all right? Well, he, he instigated the kiss and stuff. He, he, he kissed her 
But I don't think it would have gone anywhere past that. Well, I think if she notes that, like, he's he he hesitates or something because he doesn't know where to go from there. Where to go from there, exactly. So you could have just ended it right there. All right, it's a kiss. Boom, done. (laughs) Nah, you want to keep going. Oh, I just take off my shit. I mean, he has seen you naked already. Yeah, he already has seen her naked. He sat in the chair. He sat in the chair and watched you strip, and then just lay on the plant. The- yeah. <laughs> yeah, bow to the Face floor. To the ground. Like, oh god, I'm so glad she doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, she can. Oh my god, god. yeah. Uh huh. Sub and dom here. Oh god, I don't want to go into. All right. Read- Anyways, read new- so chapter forty-five. Oh yay! Wonderful. All right. Can I read it with you? Nope. I'm here. I'm gonna, we're going to go oh, for this. Okay, don't okay. don't look at it. Nope. Nope. All right. So, that night, Lightsong dreamed of Tetelier burning, of the God King dead, and of soldiers in the streets, of lifeless killing people in colorful clothing, and of a black sword. What are your thoughts on Lightsong's dream? Can I read it now so that I can put yeah. it in my head again? Yeah. Okay. So oh so it breaks God. down into Tetelier is burning, the God King is dead, and there's soldiers, and the lifeless are killing people in colorful clothing. So not people in like brown clothing, not people in like Yay. white clothing, and there's okay. a black sword. Hmm. What are your thoughts? Okay, so says a black sword. It doesn't say person holding a black sword. No, just of a black sword. You remember when Mythic was like what if Light Song is the real evil? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, kind of. I just... I don't know. I I feel like, like I said, lifeless killing people in colorful clothing. The the so it's very much is, implying that the Halandran people are being killed by lifeless. Yes, 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 yes. But the and also is, that right? this war is happening in Tetelier. Tet- the Halandran haven't mm-hmm. marched on Idris. There is a war happening within the city of Tetelier. Yeah. Um. So. <clears throat> so it kind of goes on the, the my theory, of that. Uh, Light Song might be bad. Um, but also to the same note, it I, I, I'm, I'm ruling out All Mother simply for the fact that I don't think she's evil, but could come to later that she actually is. Um, but so it's got it, in my opinion, it either has to be, um, well, what's her goddamn name? I can't even remember her. Blushfever? Thank you. It has to either be Blushweaver or Light Song that's going to be evil enough to do to send Lifeless to kill people here. So the next thing is, if so, I don't. I I just I don't know. I don't think Blushweaver is evil. I I just don't. don't. Think would, I don't yeah. think she would be capable of doing that. Yeah, I just the way she even just the way she talked about Siri doesn't make me feel like she hates. Uh, Halandrian people. It what makes was you it? think she hates other people. But... Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't well, think... I, I definitely think it's Lightsong. It's it's coming to the, that conclusion. Heavily. Well, 
what was that one dude's name? Light Song's uh, priest? Uh, Larmar? Uh, Larmar. Scoot, yeah, Larmar. Yes, yeah, Scoot. <laughs> um, so, was he there the like all the times that he was getting the commands? I don't know if Larmar was with Light Song. I think All Mother pulled him aside separately. Uh, what chapter is that? 43, I think? 43. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 43 that's Light Song. No, it's 42. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's I'm low-key scared of a betrayal. I think betrayal is uh, everywhere, honestly. Well, because, because I was pretty sure it was uh, backwards for forwards. It was Siri, Vivenna, and then Light Song. So I think it's 42. Yeah, it's 42. I'm, I'm trying to look through it right now. Uh, the fisherman, blah, blah, blah. Priestess walks away. Uh, they bring the squirrel out. Worked. Uh, just trying to little. Uh, Lysong walked that way, and she followed a few servants trailing. Uh, returned to not age. Once they were at your shop in view of the petitioners, so there's at least some servant uh, with them when they're first talking. Possibly Larmar, because I think Larmar followed him inside. It's not specifically. Dated though. He did follow him. In, he did follow him inside because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he he followed him inside, but it, it doesn't specifically mention if he follows him to the little to secret the area. Yeah, just that a few servants follow. So some of Almanthor's servants I, are there. I mean, I feel like if because I feel like I know where you're going with the darkness. Um, I feel like if that was the case, if Larmar was the person that did you know created this uh fight kind of idea, uh. He it would have stated it. I don't feel like uh, the author would have like not put it in there to give you know give us that clue. But, Larmer hasn't been brought up recently. I mean, like, no, he, like, like a very like uh, like main character interactive moment. Yeah, um, yes, I mean he talked to Larmer about the squirrel. Well, well, that's like, I mean, so he was there. I'm saying so he has been talking talked about recently. No, he kind of, yeah. I'm I mean, just saying, like, he's yeah. there all the time. It could possibly be him. And it would make sense if it is, like, a group of priests from, like, exact mm. section, keeping tabs and all that stuff. And, like, the bigger picture is someone, like, under the God Kings, you know, um, priest group. Um, it would make sense if... How many chapters in this book? Uh, there is 58, 56? I believe. 58. Uh, yeah, fifty-eight plus an epilogue. Alright, so we have thirteen left. Um, we've got uh three more episodes. Yeah, thirteen chapters left though. Um, so I'm trying to think of like how quick. I mean, it it could probably happen real fast, but it's about a hundred and fifty pages left. So, so if you're so darkness, let's go running running on your theory that it's Larmar, right? Because I'm trying to think of red lines here together. Um, if Larmar is the bad guy in some sense, and he's actually manipulate, in my opinion, manipulate Light Song to being bad um, over time, like it, it could be maybe he knew he because he we we have the assumption that he knew Light Song, yeah, yeah, beforehand. Maybe Light Song was a bad person beforehand. And then 
Scoot is trying to, you know, pretty much push him to that same thing to being bad again. Um, and then maybe maybe he coerces him instead of knowing the commands. Maybe Lamar doesn't actually know the lifeless commands, but he pushes Light Song in, into doing so. Into creating whatever this pandemonium is. I, I think it is mentioned that Larmar in the past that Larmar should at least know Light Song's previous uh, Light Song's commands. Mm -hmm. I don't know about all mothers, but like I think they say that for all of the gods, their, their head priest and potentially some of their other upper priests generally know the commands in case something happens to the god, mm -hmm. so they don't just lose those lifeless basically so, and have to break them. So Larmar knows the one set of commands, and probably Blushweaver's high priest would know her two yeah. set of commands. So I'm thinking. You think okay. they know both of them? Well, because. I mean, no, they're, they're if Blushweaver has the two, yeah, then Blushweaver's high priest so, would likely know. You, okay, so you th you, you're saying that you think that... Uh... If if what we've learned previously, where Bl I think Blushweaver and other gods have said, I think it's mainly Blushweaver who said it, that like, the high priest generally knows the command phrase that you mm -hmm. use, as well as potentially mm -hmm. a couple other upper priests, no. In your command. Yeah, but that's they know your command, though. What... How would they yeah, know the other people? Because Blushweaver now owns um, those. The ones that Blushweaver owns now. So you're, saying, so you're saying that they probably give them to them. Okay. Yes, yeah, the, 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 the like... point was that if something happens to them, that their priest can give those commands to the god that takes over for them or to a different god. Mm -hmm. So that they don't have to like they... work on like the really hard task of breaking the command for each of those lifeless and then giving them a new one. What if ultimately they're like sharing that with the person that is the villain? Because mm -hmm. there are tunnels, and we still don't know what that's like really involved with. Besides yeah. the fact that they're yeah. not using them to get, they're using them to get in through, like you know, mm -hmm. into the um, the court of gods without being mm -hmm. seen. Yeah. Which here's also a, here's, a, here's another theory that I have, but it probably there's no way it would be possible. I don't feel like, um, but like they say that he states the god king's dead. Mm -hmm. What if Siri? somehow got lifeless commands. Oh, you think they, they then, kill Susabra and she, like, somehow she gets the lifeless commands and retaliates? Yeah. Didn't we have... I Murder feel like... I don't know where I'm getting this image. I feel like we have, like, Siri crying or something. About, I think like, it was Susabron crying. I think Light Song's last dream, he saw Larimar sleeping, the God King crying, and Blushweaver, like, blushing or something oh, okay man. now now i want to go back to find that uh, yeah I, I remember that was light song's last dream it was last episode let me see if i can find that uh do 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 do, do. last episode where's the light song chapter light song because i remember i remember that the god king was crying because i remember darkness making a comment that maybe siri dies oh my god what if what if he uh, actually finds no. out? What if he actually finds out what happens? They know he finds out, and then they kill him. Siri gets upset. She finds a way to retaliate, okay. Here, and that's wait. what's happening in the city. Here it is. Mm. So, so uh, a after the dream about the Idrian soldier, Panther. oh okay, he then says there'd also been recurring images that he's had, 
which was the glowing red panther, a tempest, and a young woman's face being absorbed into the darkness and eaten alive. He then states he saw Blushweaver, face red and flushed. He saw Larimar sleeping, and he saw the God King crying. That was what I had in my notes. Okay, so here's here's another theory I have, which I'm actually going to lean more on, I think. Um, what if Siri does die? God King retaliates instead, gets killed, obviously. Um, but he's already given lifeless commands to these lifeless, and they're just murdering people senselessly. Because mm. he does have commands, right? I think they do. I think Blush Reaver does say at one point that the God King has all of the commands. Or he. Does he have all of the commands, or like he's able to break the command? I forget what it is. I feel like she says something about like him being able to use their lifeless, but I don't remember. Yeah, I was pretty sure. Or did he have his own lifeless? Or or maybe yeah, maybe he had his own lifeless. Uh, what own... if he just gives the commands to Siri though? Good, yeah. And then like and before I... he dies, I mean, th- we're we're going on an assumption that this happens very quickly. It could it's happen, gonna like, happen near the end. You know, it could be like near the end thing. If it ends Game with of both of them dying, I'm literally. <laughs> We're not reading another book, man. I'm not. <laughs> no. But if it's a really good end, even if they die, but if it's There's really no good. good ending. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I could see a good ending for them both to die, but. I mean, even if they both die, I don't care. I'll watch it. I'll read the next book. Too, There's so. good books. No matter what the ending is, the books are so good. Oh, God. She's getting you ready, Darkness, for I'm just, I'm just saying, no matter what happens. They're both going to die, Darkness. <laughs> God damn it. Now I want to read the whole book. <laughs> Why do you think I specifically did have you guys read this little chapter? I mean, it's... Well, I mean, I still want... I even... Uh, even I, now, I want to read the whole book I know. Now. Anyways, I've, I've got another question for this this uh, dream. This three paragraph? Or yeah, this three, this three sentence. Uh, do you think it's significant that this happens the same night that Siri and Susabron have sex for the first time? Yeah. Well, wait. Was it stated they had sex? It's it's it says that it's, heavily implied. It's it's heavily they have sex. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna tell you they have sex this night. Okay, so it's heavily implied. And now you're it's heavily implied. She takes okay. off her shift and says, "I should really get better at controlling my impulses." Yes, but that doesn't mean that like they're fucking. I'm gonna. <laughs> it's it's not a spoiler. I'm just gonna tell you they're they're fucking right now. I'm oh, so God. upset. I God, spoilers. <laughs> Oh. She's gonna be pregnant immediately now. What if she just gives birth on the spot? <laughs> no. Just, just instantly nine months pregnant when she wakes up. That would be hilarious. That'd be painful. But yeah. So, anyways, are you gonna answer my question? Do you think it's significant this hap this dream that Light Song has happens the exact same night? Yeah, because she's pregnant now. Yeah, that does. That probably does mean she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, all right. So. Um, if we don't go as morbid, maybe she doesn't die. Maybe they take her away. Um, that's why he cries, and then he gets all revengey. Yeah, he gets all revengey and decides to, you know, summon the lifeless. 
I'm I'm concerned and confused on how he would even command them, though. He has no tongue. And how does Nightblood go into this? Oh, I don't... Honestly, Nightblood's just a a corrupted piece of shit. Um, (laughs) I've I've stated it already. I've already stated he's evil. I I mean, I don't think he's evil like Denth is evil, where Denth knows what he's doing and is purposely doing evil things. I think he's evil... Like, I think he's naive evil. Like, hmm. yeah. I, I think he has it wrong on what his creator has uh, actually created him for. Why are we not getting any more? Wait, there's no way we don't get any more insight on what, like, the background story for like Bastion and Nightblade. I don't know, man. I hope We're we so more. close to the end, and there's like no like signs of that ever happening. And it's like right. making I mean, me uncomfortable. Kind of, okay, there's still 150 pages. Signs. Yeah, there's still kind of signs. There's he's talking to thirteen uh, chapters. Bavenna, so Asher's told Bavenna slightly about like Vasher and all of that, like you know, like his involvement with Vasher. So like we could get it, maybe like it could be a single chapter thing. You know what I'm saying? It could be like him just being like, hey, this is how I got Nightblood, you know, and like when he's giving his sword away or something, you know, this is how I did it. Now you have to do better than me. Um, anyway, Wait. so hmm? oh. go ahead. Wait, no, I'm just thinking what is OK, so. Technically, they've talked about how they killed the uh, Nightblood's creator. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, they have. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, what yeah. if. What if Venna has to kill Vasher in order to use it? If she is going to use it, you think you have to like kill his previous owner in order owner. to in order to take him? Yeah. Who knows? That's gonna suck. Yeah, I hope not. I like Vasher, but <laughs> so my I have some final overview questions now that we're done the chapters. First of all. <laughs> When, if ever, do you think Vasher and Vavena will run into Denth? Uh, Hopefully, I next chapter. <laughs> you I say forgot about hope he kills him. <laughs> I said, hopefully, next chapter, and I hope they kill them. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about them. I hope they slaughter everybody but Claude. <laughs> Bye! Well. Uh, how long do you think Vavena will stay with Vasher, if not until the end of the book? The end of the book. And, I mean, unless he dies or kill, like, unless darkness dies. is right. <laughs> yeah, unless darkness is right, and he has to, you have to kill the previous owner to, you know, what if, gain access. I don't know. What if Bastion and Denth fight to the death? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I, I feel like Denth is better than Vasher. I mean, Denth um, has said that he's a better swordsman but... than Vasher, but he also said Arsteel was better. Yeah, but he also said that Vasher might have cheated, which means he probably. My concept is that Dent is is the one who killed Arsteel, so (laughs) I don't think that I think he's. I I don't know. I feel like swordplay wise, he's better than Vasher, but But I think he also has awakening too. So yeah, I mean, I think they both technically do, (laughs) but but now you know Vasher uses it a lot more that we know of. Yeah, sure. We don't know uh, what Denth does outside of it. 
also, also, do you think Siri will actually get pregnant now that her and Sue Sabron have yes. moved forward in the oh, relationship? Yeah. 100%. Uh-huh. I think she's already pregnant. I think his sperm is like looking <laughs> pesticide. It oh, immediately God. happens. Yeah. And it kills the baby instantly. I'm going, I'm going on that. I'm going on that concept that they had already about, I think they import another child in here. <laughs> Copy paste? I mean, all the other returned are infertile, so. Yeah, so. You're just assuming that he's also infertile. Because he's dead. Wait, who am I? No, I'm not infertile. I think. I don't know. I feel like Susan Brown is fertile. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, th- I thought you were saying he was yeah, infertile. Yeah, no, no, no. No, I think he's fertile. I think she's going to have a kid. Because, like, see, let's, let's see, right? If what he wasn't like... able to, right? If he wasn't mm-hmm. able to actually make her pregnant, why would the priest even care? about that her actually having sex you could easily just be like okay yeah she went and had sex with him the first night and then like you know a couple months later all right she's having a baby that's you true know? like if he's really is infertile they wouldn't know that what if they just remove their ability to have like to reproduce exactly oh, you think when they return they like they like neuter yeah they give them a vasectomy yeah. and fucking spay the women yeah damn I, mean, I, hey. flinched. I flinched when you said that. <laughs> what? Give him a vasectomy and spay the women? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just want to say it's a neuter instead of vasectomy. <laughs> I like spay better. Well, no, neuter is the the guy version of spaying. I, yeah, yeah. I, I know, but I, I, that's why I said vasectomy. Yeah. Well, I think and vasectomy then... and neutering are different things. Different. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what I'm different. saying. I went the the worst route. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, obviously they don't lop off, you know, the penis because like they're able to do things. There, yeah, yeah. It's the... I'm pretty sure you would notice that. I don't think neutering Especially chops off the penis. Your... Isn't it just chop no, off the balls? No. Uh, True. Mm. They haven't really stated that they have gonads, so. <laughs> hmm. Um. Anyway. The waveless are gone. Uh, do you think uh Light Song will tell Blush Weaver that he knows all Mother's command phrase? No. Hmm. Hmm. No, I think he's gonna tell her. I think he's gonna tell Blush Weaver that he gave his command phrase to her. Yeah. Hmm. Or he might tell her that he got it, but he just won't tell her. That's gonna complicate things though. So I probably think he won't. She seems to like him though, and that's the part that i'm stuck on why does she like him so much that's the question why isn't is it? He, yeah why is he one of the good ones in comparison to what blessed weaver thinks hmm. oh wait yeah maybe uh blush weaver is being manipulated just like uh Vavana was who knows but that is my you last. You know. Stop saying who knows. You know. <laughs> uh, but that is my last question. Uh, did you guys have any other thoughts that you wanted to put out there? Thoughts plenty, or theories? But we, plenty, but we'd be here for like hours <laughs> as I put it all up on a red with red wire. All right. Well. <laughs> now I can't not read the rest of this. Now I'm going to have to read the next chapters like immediately. 
Uh, right, so 45 to, or 46 to 50. Got it. Uh, no. Uh, chapter... Oh, actually, it is 46 to 50. It is 46 to 50. It is 40... Chapters... 46 through 50 is next episode. All right. Bye. Right. Oh, bye.